from WIS Politics in Madison. You're listening to Capital Chats. Hello, everybody. This is Kate Morton with WIS Politics here with a Capital Chats podcast brought to you by Spectrum. Today, I'm in the office with my colleague Adam Kellenhofer to talk about an interview he did with Mark Rice, who is Wisdom's Transformational Justice Campaign Coordinator. So, Adam, we've seen prisons in the news a lot today, lately. So what do you guys talk about? Hi, Kate. Yeah, so it might surprise some people, but we did talk about prisons. Um, We primarily talked about the lockdowns that are going on at three Wisconsin prisons, uh, mainly at Waupon and Green Bay Correctional. Um, And we also talked about some of the solutions that uh, Wisdom is kind of proposing to some of these short and long-term issues in Wisconsin prisons. So let's just get right into the interview. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's Capital Chats podcast. Today, I'm joined by Mark Rice. He is the Transformational Justice Campaign Coordinator at Wisdom, uh, which is a uh, you know prison advocacy group. So uh, welcome to the show, Mark. Thanks for having me on, Adam. Yeah, of course. Um, so I kind of wanted to get Wisdom's kind of perspective on the current state of Wisconsin prisons. They've been in the news a lot lately, specifically about uh, lockdowns at uh, two the two oldest uh, maximum security prisons in in the state of Wisconsin, which actually happen to be two of the oldest prisons in the United States. So, um, what's going on here? Sure, I'll start by saying that all people deserve to be treated with dignity and respect, and that's not what we're seeing happen happening at all in Wisconsin prisons right now. At least two Wisconsin prisons have been on lockdowns for almost a year now. Long-term lockdowns are torture. The conditions within Wisconsin prisons are inhumane. They're vicious. What's happening is a humanitarian crisis. The conditions are cruel and unusual, particularly in Green Bay Correctional Institution and Wapan Correctional Institution. No human being should have to live in conditions like this. So. People have in these prisons have been locked down 23 to 24 hours per day for almost a year now. They have not had access to regular showers. They've not had access to regular in-person visits. Access to regular recreation has been disrupted. There's been no access to regular educational programming or treatment programming. Everything's been disrupted. One of the big issues has been lack has been lack of medical care. So there's been real issues with people being denied medications for mental health issues, medications for physical conditions that they need in order to really survive and thrive. There's there have now been at least three suicides in Wapan Correctional Institution since the lockdown started. And there's been documentation of people being denied access to medications, which they needed in order to really you know, like I said, thrive in these environments in order to survive. So that's been a real issue. And now there's an ongoing lawsuit, particularly targeting Wapan Correctional Institution. So, and we, the response from Governor Evers, the Department of Corrections and state legislators has been totally inadequate. They all have the power to immediately end the lockdowns. And we've seen very little significant changes since it started. 
Yeah. So uh, with these lockdowns, there's also been uh, some lockdown issues up at Stanley Correctional, which is uh, a medium medium security facility. But like you like you mentioned, the, the focus has been majorly on Wapon and Green Bay. Those are two of the bigger prisons in the state and their maximum security. So uh, Governor Tony Evers and Department of Corrections Secretary Kevin Carr came out with a plan uh, late last year to try to, you know, slowly try and lift some of these lockdowns and they announced earlier this year uh, they've completed you know one you know small phase of that that lift they've uh, kind of increased the amount of time that inmates at Wapon are are allowed uh, to take showers so that's you know a slight improvement but how confident is wisdom in in kind of actually getting these lockdowns lifted by that that March deadline that the Evers and Carr set? Like I said, there's been no significant changes since that announcement was made. There's been little follow through, so it's not happening nearly fast enough. And it's important that they acknowledge it's a problem and they announced that there would be some changes, but the response has been totally inadequate. There's also been state legislation introduced by Representative Clancy and Representative Madison that 17 bills that would improve conditions of confinement and None of those have received a hearing yet. So it's not only the Department of Corrections and Governor Evers, but also state legislators have a responsibility to act during this crisis as well. And I can speak from personal experience with lockdowns that this is torture. It has a devastating impact on people mentally. I was in Milwaukee Secure Detention Facility for several months and the conditions there were very similar. So. People were locked down over 20 hours a day. At that time, there was overcrowding. So people, there were three people in a cell designed for one person. There was one person sleeping on the floor on a small little mat they call a boat and two people in a bunk. And there was very little room to even move in the cell. And you're locked there. We were locked there almost all day. No access to fresh air, no access to sunlight. There's, while I was in this place in Milwaukee Scare Detention Facility. One person attempted to commit suicide. A few people severely mutilated themselves. And so we were seeing people come in who were already suffering from serious mental illness. And these type of conditions were exacerbating their mental illnesses. And we're seeing the same sort of conditions now in Wapon Correctional Institution and Green Bay Correctional Institution and Stanley Correctional Institution and others, just to note some, those that have received most attention, but it's a problem throughout the entire state prison system right now. And one of the main solutions that we need to see immediately is that Governor Evers and the Department of Corrections can immediately bring down the prison population. They did that during the beginning of the COVID crisis. Secretary Carr announced an immediate policy change that reduced the population by 1,200 people during the beginning of the COVID crisis, primarily by releasing people who were in for technical violations or what we call crimeless revocation. So the Department of Corrections has that power to immediately reduce the prison population. Also, Governor Evers has the power to use his commutation powers to immediately bring down the prison population during an emergency situation and crisis like this. And so what we're seeing now is also an emergency situation, it's a crisis as well, similar to what we saw during the COVID crisis. Unfortunately, it's not being treated like that by Governor Evers and the Department of Corrections and the state legislature. We need to really, they need to recognize this as an, as an emergency and take immediate action to get people out of those places like Green Bay and Wapan and Stanley that to me, they can immediately depopulate to get people out of those prisons. We saw that during COVID, 
they immediately reduced the population at Milwaukee Secure Detention Facility by more than half. So they have the ability to bring down the prison population very quickly when they want to during an emergency. During So we saw that with Milwaukee Secure Detention Facility. The same thing can be done with Green Bay and Waupon and Stanley, where they can actually bring down the population to get people out of these prisons that are facing these emergency conditions. Yeah. Um, so you, you mentioned uh, quite a few times actually bringing down the prison population as, as kind of uh, a long-term solution. And that's that's part of uh, Wisdom's Justice Reinvestment Plan. Can you talk a little bit more about like what's in that plan and, and how it kind of works and what the goals are? Sure. It's not only a long-term solution, it's also an immediate solution. So we saw during the COVID crisis throughout the country that Many states and local areas immediately brought down the population during a crisis. So there are many steps that can be done immediately also. So for us, our first demand is that we want to see no new prisons being built. So there's been a lot of discussion about closing Green Bay Correctional Institution, but then building a new prison. So number one, there's no new prison that we definitely don't want to see any new prisons constructed in the state of Wisconsin. The second piece is we have a decarceration agenda. So Wisconsin can cut the population by more than half by expanding treatment alternatives to incarceration on the front end, by greatly reducing reincarceration for crimeless revocations. We're talking about people who are under supervision, who are being sent back for rule violations, sometimes infractions as minor as missing appointments, unauthorized computer or cell phone use, or crossing a county line without agent authorization. Those are the types of things that people are being sent back for. Currently, there are about 5,000 people in the state prison system who are in for revocation without a new conviction or what we call a crimeless revocation. The Department of Corrections has the ability to immediately bring those numbers down. Governor Evers can also commute sentences. Then also people need to have a fair chance to be released under parole. There's still almost 2,000 people in the system who are sentenced under the old law who are eligible for parole. The parole commission is really been slowing down since, particularly since John Tate resigned from his position. We've seen the number of people being released on parole go way down. So definitely people deserve that chance that no human being is irredeemable. And we believe in redemption. The people definitely, a lot many people came in when they were young and got very long excessive sentences and that needs to be addressed. Also, there's a huge racial justice component that we know that Wisconsin incarcerates black people and indigenous people at a higher rate than any other state. So definitely need we have, have to view this with from a racial justice lens. And also the earned release program needs to be expanded. People, there's a compassionate release program that's very underutilized for older people, people who have serious health problems. And then, like I said, on the back end, definitely need to reduce the number of people being sent back for technical violations. And much of this, like I said, can be done Immediately by the Department of Corrections, Governor Evers can begin to use his commutation authority to immediately begin releasing people. And Governor Evers, it's important to remember that when he first ran for governor, he promised to work with organizations like Wisdom to cut the state's prison population in half. He promised, he said that Milwaukee Scared Detention Facility should be closed as soon as possible. He said that Green Bay Correctional Institution should be closed. And so we need to really, he needs to step up and follow through with his promises on that right now, particularly during an emergency situation like we're seeing with the lockdowns. And also the state legislature needs to step up. And we're, I'm encouraged with fair maps coming now that we will get more action from the state legislature. But, and we've seen some steps in the right direction, but very, but for the most part, it's been totally inadequate. The responses from the Department of Corrections, Governor Evers, 
and the state legislature has been totally unacceptable and we really need them to step up and start taking moving really common sense forward policy changes forward in this policy area where people are being subjected to vicious and inhumane conditions in Wisconsin prisons. It's totally unacceptable. Many should not even be in prison. So there's so many common sense steps that they can take to reduce the prison population, get people out in the community. And then we know after all those steps are taken, then Wisconsin will be in a position to close several prisons. When the population is brought down, Wisconsin can close Milwaukee Security Detention Facility, Green Bay Correctional Institution, and Wapak Correctional Institution. And that creates a huge amount of resources that are saved that then can be redirected back into the communities that have been most harmed by incarceration. So we can then invest in black and brown and indigenous communities throughout the state and really invest in those programs that are going to create safer, stronger and healthier communities, particularly we can invest in connecting people with living wage jobs, with stable, affordable housing, with treatment programs that work, with educational opportunities, and many other programs, anti-violence programs. So there's so many things, so many different policies and programs that we can invest in in the community that would actually create safer, stronger, and healthier communities. So we're really talking about a fundamental reallocation of resources in the state that can be done through the state budget process and through legislation and through administrative policy change. But definitely that's the vision where that we have where we can actually reallocate resources back into the communities that have been most harmed by incarceration up front to really get people connected with those things that we know are going to make communities stronger, like jobs, housing, healthcare, education, and other programs. All right. Perfect. Um, that is, uh, that's uh, actually all I have time for today. So, but uh, thank you very much, Mark, for coming on the show. It was a pleasure to have you on. Thank you, Adam. All right, Adam, thanks for sharing that interview with Mark with us. In the meantime, if our listeners or readers want to learn more about the state of our prisons, they can head to our website at wispolitics.com or check out our Friday report. That's right, Kate. But for now, I'm Adam Kelnhofer. I'm Kate Morton. Thanks for tuning in to Wispolitics Capital Chats, brought to you by Spectrum. <laughs>